Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, September the 25th. As we head into the final weekend of the season with life. Now, sadly, the Phillies do enter the final weekend of the season not in a playoff spot, but there is obviously a uh, a large chance that they can sneak their way into one of those spots as it will be a big weekend of baseball. First and foremost, the Phillies need to handle business against the Tampa Bay Rays. This team has not been counted on to win the games they have to win all the time. Well, guess what? This is it. This weekend, the Phillies, I think if they win two of three, they'll probably make it, but even then, you're putting it in fate's hands a little bit. You win three of three, you'll get in. I, I honestly believe that. Um, it's going to be tight, though, man. It is a tight, tough weekend where the Phillies need to win some games. We'll look at where they stand, the situation, what the playoffs are shaping up to be. And then, again, we've talked about it a lot, but there are six teams for four spots. We'll look at each of those teams' schedules, how this weekend shapes out, and how it could mean what it could mean for the Philadelphia Phillies as this is, again, the final weekend of the regular season, and the Phillies are sitting a half game out of a playoff spot. As we wake up today, the 25th of September, the year 2020, the Philadelphia Phillies are currently ninth in the National League, so a half game out of the playoffs. Of course, eight teams make the playoffs, which is wild, but it is what it is. Uh, the Dodgers, the one seed at 40-17, and 17, unbelievable. Five and a half games better than everyone else in the National League. San Diego Padres have the second-best record. They will be the four seed, but they are 34-22. and 22. They will be the four seed. The Atlanta Braves have clinched the National League East, 34-23. and 23. They will be the two seed if the season ended today. They enter the weekend with a two-game lead on the Chicago Cubs, who are 32-25. and 25. So very likely, the Braves will be the two-seed, the Cubs will be the three-seed, the Padres will be the four-seed. After that is where it gets interesting for us, obviously. As of this morning, your five-seed is the St. Louis Cardinals at 28-26. and 26. Your six-seed is... And the winner of the second place spot in the National League East, the Miami Marlins at 29 and 28. A big win yesterday for the Marlins. We were obviously all hoping for the loss. Not only would it have technically record-wise tied the Phillies and Marlins, but it would have been huge because the Phillies are really two games behind the Marlins now, not one. That's the problem. Uh, with that win last night, it made it incredibly likely that the Marlins will get the second place spot in the division. A big win for them. So essentially, 
even though they are 29 and 28 and only a game up on the Phillies who are 28 and 29, because the Marlins hold the tiebreaker, which we talked about yesterday, because the Marlins seven to three seven and three record against the Phillies this season, the Marlins hold the tiebreaker. So the Phillies are effectively two games behind the Marlins with three to play. Not ideal. Not likely they pass them. Then we get to the set seven and eight seeds, the spots the Phillies are likely to be fighting for. The Cincinnati Reds have one of those two seeds also with a 29-28 and 28 record. The issue with that, like the Marlins, the Reds win a tiebreaker against the Phillies. So essentially, the Marlins and Reds are each two games up for all intents and purposes on the Philadelphia Phillies, which really effectively means that the Phillies, the Giants, and the Brewers are battling it out for that last spot, most likely. Obviously, things can change. There are still three games this weekend, and then, of course, there are teams that have more games. You know, the uh, the Giants have four games still on the docket. The Cardinals have more than that. We'll go through all the schedules, obviously, as... um. We'll kind of see how this is going to shake out. So, again, as we stand before we dive into all that type of stuff, the Dodgers, the Braves, the Cubs, one, two, three, the Padres, four, the Cardinals, five, the Marlins, six, Reds, seven, the Giants are eight. The Giants, a, a big loss yesterday in extra innings against the, the Rockies. And I was watching it, and it was super intense. And in reality, we should all thank Trevor Story. The Colorado Rockies shortstop for the Philly season not being dead yet as the Giants had runners. Uh, bases loaded, one out in the bottom of the 10th inning. A scorcher hit to the left side of the infield, and Trevor Story makes a just terrific play. Such quick reflexes. The infield was in, obviously, with the bases loaded um, and no outs, excuse me, I believe at the time. Um, the infield was in uh, to get the play at the plate. Uh, and oh, there was that one out. It was a five-man infield is what they did. They brought Blackman in from the outfield to, to really cover the infield because a fly ball ends the game no matter what. And um, Trevor Story just picks it and, and throws home. They get the out at home. It was a, a massive play. It was first and third. That's what it was. It was not bases loaded. That makes, that's why they did not have the force out at home um, and why they were playing in. Um, really a, uh, a outstanding play. From Trevor Story really saved the season there. The, the Rockies would go on to score one in the top of the eleventh and shut it down at the bottom of the eleventh. As Gyro Diaz gets saved, Gyro Diaz, I, I couldn't believe it as I'm watching it. Said he'd pitched 22 innings and had a WHIP of 2.39. He's allowing 2.39 walks and walks hits per inning. I mean, it is not great, but Gyro Diaz gets out of it, so that's huge. Now the Phillies are a half game behind the Giants as the Giants have four to play this weekend against a Padres team that has nothing to play for in all. Theoretically, you know, whatever, but it's still a division game. And look, I think that's what's interesting about this weekend is we talk a lot about, oh, they don't want anything to play for. But a lot of these teams are facing teams that don't have anything real to play for. Like, for example, the Phillies facing the Rays. The Rays are very likely to be the top seed in the American League no matter what happens this weekend. But even still, there is not much else to play for with the playoffs happening in a bubble. The second round and beyond, if, as long as you're one of those top three seeds, you're getting the home game in the first round. And then you're going to a bubble anyway. So. Unless batting in the bottom of the inning, four out of seven games is that important to you, there's not a ton to play for for the Rays, but the same can be said about the Yankees, who are locked into a playoff spot, locked into either the six or seven seed, you could argue maybe for 
seeding. The Yankees could move up a spot and play the White Sox instead of playing the A's. Sure, that's a that's a possibility. As as the American League playoffs right now, as they sit while we're talking about it, yeah, I mentioned the Yankees because that's who the Marlins play this weekend, but not a ton to play for. Is my point. But right now, the Rays, the top seed in the American League at thirty-seven and twenty, the Minnesota Twins. As of now, the two seed at 35 and 22, but that is still very much up in the air as both the uh, Indians and White Sox are within two games. The White Sox are a, uh, a game back of them, a game and a half, actually. Uh, no, only one game, excuse me, the Indians game now. So it goes uh, Rays is the one seed, Twins is the two seed, Athletics is the three seed. The Rays will be the one seed, the A's are winning their division. Twins and White Sox still battling it out. Whichever of those two does not win the division, right now it looks like it'll be the White Sox, will be the four seed, the Indians the five seed, as those three teams all have 33 wins or more. Impressive division play. I'm sure playing the Tigers and Royals helped um, quite a bit, as those were two of the worst teams in the league, obviously. But still, they get the job done. The uh, Yankees, the sixth seed, the Blue Jays have clinched the seventh seed. As we see three American League East teams making the playoffs as well, uh, unsurprisingly. And then the Houston Astros uh, are pretty much locked into that eight seed. They have not technically clinched yet, but they are three up with three to play. So um, I feel pretty good about them winning that spot. So those will be eight playoff teams in the American League. The National League obviously still fighting, still up in the air as the Phillies again enter the weekend. A half game out of a playoff spot. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, but Johnny Heller had a great piece on Phillies Nation. Uh, I didn't get into it yesterday, the specifics of the piece, I believe, but um, just to, to round back to it, if I did, that the way the tiebreakers work out for the Phillies, uh, we kind of mentioned as we were going through, but the Reds and the Marlins both own the tiebreakers over the Phillies no matter what happens this weekend. Not great because you're behind, you're a game behind each of those teams, so effectively two games behind each. Not ideal. The Phillies on the tiebreaker over the Giants. That is a massive deal. Again, they are a half game back. The Phillies have three to play. The Giants have four to play. Obviously, that could go in a number of different directions. So that's a big one, owning the tiebreaker over the Giants. The Cardinals. uh, All the Cardinals need to do is win one more, one of their final four against the Brewers, and they will own the tiebreaker against the Phillies. The Brewers would have to win out against the Cardinals to get the tiebreaker against the Phillies. And in that case, you know, if they went out against one of those two teams is going to be screwed. And it looks like it's going to be the Brewers. And that's probably just as well as the Phillies do on the tiebreaker over them. So, so again, the way it shakes out is we are about to check out these schedules and look at kind of where each of these is at. Um, quickly, again, to just set the scene of where we are with these teams, the Cardinals are 28 and 26 in the five seed as we speak. The, Marlins are 29-28 in the 6th seed. The Reds, 29-28 in the 7th seed. And the Giants at 28-28 in the 8th seed. The Phillies, half game back of that. The Brewers are another half game back of the Phillies. A whole game behind the Giants. They are 27-29. and 29. Okay. So let's go through in order of seed here. Uh, we know the Phillies will play the Rays. We'll look at those games a little bit later as we round it out here. But um, the Cardinals... A weekend of baseball left, and we'll get rid of the Cardinals and the Brewers in one fell swoop as they will be playing each other. That is good news. That is great news, right? I mean, you want ideally more of these teams would be playing each other. This is the only one we get. But it does look one of these two teams was going to make the playoffs anyway, you would think. Um, certainly one of those, them or the Reds, was making as the second place team in the AL Central no matter what. 
Um, but I think it's good that these teams are playing each other. That helps knock one out, get rid of one. I think you choose one to root for. It makes sense to root for the Cardinals right now as they are already, again, ahead of the Phillies, a game and a half up on the Phillies. So uh, I think you root pretty heavily for the Cardinals to just finish it out this weekend. And, and look, they got a great one going tonight. As a, It is a doubleheader tonight, but they got Jack Flaherty on the Hilling game one going up against Josh Lindblom. That is a massive, massive advantage for the Cardinals. The Cardinals could theoretically kind of bury the Brewers tonight. A doubleheader, if they can win both, it's over for the Brewers, and the Cardinals will be locked in to the playoffs. As uh, Again, doubleheader tonight. Then tomorrow, they got Adam Wainwright on the old pitch. Better than expected for them against Brandon Woodruff, who is the you know best pitcher on the Brewers, or at least other than Corbin Burns, maybe. Um, and then uh, Sunday at 315 uh, is the last game of that series. That is massive. The Cardinals and the Brewers squaring off will help the Phillies. Now, again, you want, in reality, you want to just say, one of these two teams is making it, we'll accept it, let them make it, and forget about them. Let's just hope the Cardinals handle business and kind of clear out the Brewers, and then it comes down to the Phillies and the Giants for that last spot. Again, it is going to be really hard for the Phillies to leapfrog either the Marlins or the Reds. Yes, they are only one game back record-wise, 29-28 versus 28-29. But as we've talked about, with the tiebreakers in the Reds and the Marlins' favor, they are effectively two games back. So, not ideal. The Marlins will be facing the Yankees this weekend. The Yankees have been white hot as of late, playing really good baseball lately. And look, a good team. I mean, let's be real, really... All these teams, the top teams in the American League have played really good baseball, and it's hard to argue that any of them are not a good baseball team. The Yankees will host uh, the Marlins this weekend in New York. Uh, Sandy Alcantara versus Jay Happ in the first one. That's definitely an advantage for the Marlins. Alcantara, better pitcher than Jay Happ. Uh, Trevor Rogers against Garcia in the second game, and then Jose Urena taking on Schmidt in the third game. So the pitching matchups, I would say, favor the Marlins, even though Sixto's not going. That does set up, though, doesn't it, for Sixto to pitch game one of the playoffs for the Marlins. I would not want to go up against Sixto in game one of the playoffs if I'm any team. And if it shakes out with them being the sixth seed, then it likely looks like the Chicago Cubs will be the ones who have to deal with Sixto in game one. I could easily see the Marlins up one nothing in a three-game playoff series and us saying, wow, look at the Marlins. I think that could happen. Either way, the Yankees are, a um, again, a, a tougher draw, I would say, than others potentially uh, just because they're a really good baseball team who's flying high right now. Now, again, a perfect time to, to get back to what we were just talking about. And, I, and I've heard a lot of people say with the Phillies, everyone's like, oh, they're playing the Rays. The, the Rays have nothing to play for. That's good for the Phillies. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's baseball. It's baseball. All these teams that have stuff clinched up, they're still playing baseball. We see it. Look, again, a perfect example of what I'm talking about is that the Phillies just played a four-game series against the Washington Nationals whose season is literally over. And the Nationals won three of four. So the whole nothing to play for thing doesn't do anything for me. These are baseball teams. They go out and play. And to be honest, look, the Rays um, are a very smart organization. They're going to want to keep their guys sharp for the playoffs. They're not just going to be like, ah, we can... We can mail in the weekend. They're going to pitch their guys. They're going to pitch their bullpen guys. Like, yes, maybe they don't go that extra mile to really, you know, do everything they can to win a game. Potentially that is a slight, 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 slight advantage, I would guess. But 
it's not anything meaningful. The Rays are going to play baseball. The Rays are a much better team, deeper team than the Phillies. So I don't think it's an advantage playing the Rays. And I certainly don't think that just because they quote-unquote don't have anything to play for, that it's not going to be a tough series. I just uh, I don't buy it. I think the Rays are a good baseball team. They're going to play good. They're going to play well, and they're going to play tough. Okay. Um, speaking of which, the Reds. Similar situation except this one. The Reds have the toughest matchup of all these teams, of the teams that the Phillies are fighting with. And again, um, I think the Giants are the team that, that obviously they're in the eighth spot, but based on the tiebreakers too, you could tie with them and still get in. The Reds and the Marlins are going to be tough to jump unless you have a good weekend and they have a bad weekend. So essentially if the Phillies can sweep the race and the Reds only win one or the Marlins only win one, the Phillies will get in. They just have to be a game better. So it is not like totally out of the realm of possibility. And let's be real, the Reds have a tough one this weekend. They got to go to Minnesota. Now, not only is Minnesota 35-22 and 22 with the second best record in the American League, the third best record in baseball by a half game, but they are only a, a game up on the White Sox. Two games up on the Indians. So where that does matter is you do want to be one of those first three seeds, if possible, first four seeds, because then you get a home playoff series in the first round. You don't have to leave before it goes to the bubble. So that does matter. That That's a, a real tangible value to the Twins actually giving it what they got this weekend. So I think that's a huge benefit. Um, now, again, the Twins might say, hey, you know, we're probably going to get four seed no matter what. That's still a home playoff series. We don't have to go too hard. That's possible, too. Again, I think all these teams are going to play baseball this weekend. I don't think we're going to see a lot of guys sat or days off. Maybe Sunday when things are really settled for a lot of these teams, they'll say, all right, let's put out the B squad. And even then, we've seen B squad win games. Again, the Marlins are going to make the playoffs. Like, B squads can can shine at times, you know? Um, so, um, yeah, a little low-key shot at the Marlins, whatever. I hate the Marlins. It is what it is. Um, but I think that the, of the contenders we're talking about today, I think the Reds facing the Twins in terms of a combination of a really good team and a team that at least theoretically you can create a picture where they have something real to play for, I think that's probably the toughest matchup of this group. So that is something, something that we can latch on to here. Again, the Phillies would need to sweep and have the Reds only win one, or you know, alternatively the Phillies need to win two or three and the Reds get swept. Um, so again, and the same thing with the Marlins on those things, and that's what makes it hard to believe that they're going to leapfrog either of these two teams just because, first and foremost, again, back to the basic thing we talked about at the top of the pod is, is we cannot trust the Phillies to go in and win games here. You know, this might all be a moot point uh, looking at these schedules and what are these other gonna, teams going to do if the Phillies go in and, and crap the bet against the Rays, which is a entirely possible thing to have happen with this baseball team. I mean, we've all watched this season, right? We know the bullpen we're going to Tampa with, right? That hasn't changed, right? So we know. We get it. But if the Phillies can handle business, their best in is the San Francisco Giants. Again, it's just going to be hard to make up two games in three days. Three, two games in three games, which is what they have to do against the Mons and the Reds. Now, the, the Giants, they don't. The Giants, it's kind of the reverse. Now, the Giants are a half game up on the Phillies. One up in the loss column is the Giants are 28 and 28. They have four games this weekend as opposed to the Phillies who have three, obviously. The Cardinals have four as well. We talked about that. The Cardinals will not get to 60 games, one of the few teams that will not get there. But the Giants have a huge weekend. They also have a doubleheader tonight. 
It is the Giants versus the Padres. A four-game set. Another situation of a team facing a very good team, but one that is already locked into the spot that they will be in the playoffs. The Padres are the four seed. It is locked. They can't get past. They can't get higher. They can't get lower. They are going to be the four seed. They're going to have a home playoff series against the five seed. They're locked in. Set. Let's roll. They're good. So they don't have, obviously, nearly as much to play for as the Giants do or as some of these other teams do. So that is obviously a concern. But again, I just I keep coming back to what I talked about before. I think all these teams will play. It's baseball. I don't expect a huge advantage one way or the other of teams just not playing. Um, some good pitchers going for the Padres, too. We can put our hopes on. Denilson Lamette goes tonight in Game 1, and Chris Paddock in Game 2, probably their two best pitchers this season. Uh, Paddock, a super talented young pitcher, and Lamette has been a, a standout this year. Has had some of the better starts of the season has been really, really terrific. The Padres are a great baseball team. And here's the thing about the Padres, too. They're young and hungry. Now, they might not know any better but to play hard this weekend. That's what you're hoping for, right? You're hoping for a Padres team that just doesn't know any better, doesn't know that they don't need to worry about these games, that wants to go in riding on a high. It's certainly possible. This is a real thing that could happen. And again, the reason the Giants are... The, the clear team that we should be targeting as Phillies fans to overtake is the tiebreaker factor. Not only are they the closest to the Phillies, a half game up as opposed to a game up for the Marlins and the Reds, they're the only one of those three teams that the Phillies own the tiebreaker over. The only one. That's the team to get. Of course, right? Of course, the season would come down to Gabe Kapler versus the Phillies. We should have foretold this. We should have predicted this. This should have been what we expected. It is the only outcome in 2020, right? It is the 2020 outcome of all the possible outcomes for this Phillies team is that the Phillies would go into the final weekend of the season fighting for a playoff spot with Gabe Kapler's Giants. Gabe Kapler's Giants, an inferior baseball team, and Kapler's getting the most out of them. What are the friggin' odds? What are the odds? It's crazy. What a what a way to baseball, you know? Baseball, baseball, baseball. You can't predict it. That's why it's the best. And, man, it's going to be a, a wild weekend. Again, as much as I have been very down on this team, very down, you know, you've heard me. You know how I feel about this team. I've been bummed. I have been angry at the way they've, put things together, the decisions they made, the bullpen has really just broken our hearts all season long. I mean, what a bullpen. What a We made it through the bullpen almost. I mean, that's something. That's an achievement in and of itself, but really just, you know, the worst bullpen we've ever seen as Phillies fans and and to make it through this season, it was it was a real grind, but somehow some way it's September 25th. We're heading into the last weekend of the season and the Phillies are fighting for a playoff spot. It has been a long time, a long, long time, nine years since we have been in this position, since we have been sitting, heading into the weekend of the final weekend of baseball of the season with the Phillies fighting for a playoff spot. And you know what? That's exciting. If nothing else, that is exciting. It's exciting to think about playoff baseball back in Philadelphia, even if you know, you, you get the right to lose to the Dodgers in the first round or 
you know, even though it's a sham of a season, 60 games, eight playoff teams, all this ridiculous stuff that makes it hard to really get too excited about the achievement, it is still on a factual basis the last weekend of the baseball season and the Phillies are playing for the playoffs. And you know what? That's pretty cool because that does not happen here enough. All right. Big weekend. No matter what, we will be back to talk about it next week. Hopefully we're talking about playoff games. Hopefully we're saying, all right, Wednesday, Phillies, Dodgers, let's go. We will see, though. Either way, we'll be back. We'll react to the weekend. We'll see what happens. We'll see how the Giants play, the Phillies play, how it all shakes out. The final weekend of the Major League Baseball season. We made it. Unbelievably. So, again, we will be back to talk about everything that happens this weekend on Monday. Until then, enjoy Phillies baseball. Enjoy the fact that it's a playoff push, whether they make it or not. One last weekend of baseball that we can get excited about um, one way or another, and then uh, and we'll see what happens. So we'll be back on Monday. Until then, please stay safe, stay healthy, and have a wonderful weekend. And thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.